BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf. And I'm C.G. Erickson. And today we have Mark Riccadonna. Hey. And Richie <laughs> Byrne. Hello. Thank you guys yeah. for coming on. Thank you for having us. Well, I've done Richie and Mark's podcast, Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. We actually have to do our podcast right after yours. Yeah, so, yeah. So you can, if you need to get your chores done and stuff like that while you do ours, yeah. do that, get that. That's all I'm, good. That's all good. I guess I'm going to iron, some, iron some pants here while I'm doing this. <laughs> that's a professional who can do that. That's awesome. <laughs> I can't even iron pants without podcasting. It's yeah. like... <laughs> You know what's weird? A year ago when we started all this, like, well, more than a year ago, Margaret and I used to go on every day. And I used to like wear a, a nice shirt and do my hair. But I would never be seen in public with my glasses on. Now I'm like, ah, ah, with a t-shirt. <laughs> Half the time he's in his pajamas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've all gone downhill since Corona, I think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, much lower standards for my life. See, I think you guys all just leveled down to my spot. Like, I haven't changed. You guys are now living my life. Uh, Rick and Donna right now is on a fast, by the way. It's it's a juice fast. Yeah, I can have liquor a, Liquor fast. That would be a good one. I could do that, I think, pretty easy. Just <laughs> liquor? Just, well, I feel like you slim down. No one wants to hear. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be a major problem, but, like, you'd, you'd, be sli- you'd look good doing it, though. I'd look good by the end that people would forgive my bad behavior. (laughs) So you guys have a great podcast. You already said you've been doing it more than a year. And then you also did a crazy comedy marathon as well recently. How long ago was that? 
Well, the first one was in January, January 22nd. So, and that was the, that was the 89 hour extravaganza. It really <laughs> was 89 hours? Yeah. yeah. You guys really got, got through, you guys stayed up the whole 89 hours? No, no. No. <laughs> no, that would be, forget about drinking, the hallucinations that would have happened then. And we were drinking through it, if you remember, Mark. Yeah. We started out at like, what was it, like five in the afternoon on a Friday? No, it was at noon on a Friday. And because the show's Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling, and we were launching our channel, Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. So we were like, we're going to drink. By like 11 o'clock that night, we're like, all right, that's enough with the drinking. <laughs> we got a long weekend <laughs> We had enough. <laughs> That's rough. So you had to sober up on the air? Pretty much. Yeah. 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 That hurts. But, People but, but saw we... a lot of ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> they saw us get cranky because we were tired. We got really cranky. Got, we argued with each other, made up. <laughs> At one point, at like, one, like three in the morning on a Sunday, some comic brought another guy on. I was so tired. And this guy started ripping what we were doing. We didn't even know the guy. Never and met him. He started making fun of what we were doing. And I turned to Mark, I go, when did Rich Voss's son get here? Like he was just... <laughs> <laughs> And then in the middle of it, I got so, another guest came on who is a friend of ours. And the guy made a joke at my expense and I got really mad about it. I just go, you know what? I'm going to go lay down for a little while. I just got off the air. And then how long did you retire? How did you get a nice long 11 hours of sleep no, or like just hour no, no. nap? We would, well, we had other hosts too. Uh, we started our own station on Twitch streaming and uh, it's called Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling, but it has our show, uh, which is Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling, but then we have other shows, other podcasts, other comics have their podcasts on our station. So they were coming in and taking time so we didn't have to do the whole thing, but it was basically Mark and I and, and our producer, Tom Bannis. We, I'd say, Mark, we did about 72 hours. Easy, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, there was very few times that it, like you weren't on and I wasn't on. Like, right. One of us usually was on no matter what. And it felt like every time I tried to take a break, I'd go lay down and then Tom would be like texting me. <laughs> like, you got to get back on. Something funny's happening. You got to get back on. I'm like, I gotta sleep. <laughs> The worst part about the whole thing is we paid Guinness to watch it to give us a world record. They deposited the money, never replied since. Never replied. Guinness, Guinness world records took our money and ran. What? Yeah. Yeah. No fucking yeah. way. So now I'm not even going to make jokes about the two fat guys on a motorcycle anymore. That was my <laughs> favorite part of their books. I've given enough money to one company called Guinness. I didn't have to give another one money. <laughs> exactly. So you guys aren't in the Guinness Book of World Records, technically? Technically, we are for being duped by Guinness. Yeah. No. <laughs> the no, biggest ripoff in the world record book was just yeah. us. But yeah, we, we broke the record and they never replied to us. Yeah. And then every time we asked them, they'd ask for more money for stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, well, you can advertise with our, our logo if you give us this much money. And we're like, yeah. we already did the thing. Like, remember five months ago when we paid you and you accepted yeah. the money? That is well, rough. But you guys did. So how long was it total? Probably we were, almost 89, 87 hours, I think, Mark. 
It was supposed to be eight <laughs> It was supposed to go from noon on a Friday till midnight on Monday. I feel like you should have called it drinks, cocaine, jokes, and storytelling. <laughs> and, you know, drinks, coke, hours. and storytelling. You know what happened? <laughs> it was really cool. Because Twitch is all over the world, we started getting people watching from England. And one person said, hey, uh, who actually was a fan, I think, of the show before that. Right, Mark? She kind of knew us. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lulu? Lulu, and who we haven't seen in a while. And she yeah. contacted British comics that she knew, and they came on. And we like had the best time. So they'd be popping on, because for them, it's five hours later. So like you're in the middle, like you, I'm finally getting off the air or something, and one of them will just pop in, hey, can I come on? And we're like, all right, I guess I got to stay for this. And yeah. we ended up making friends with all these British comics. It's been really cool. I liked when they would come on because we'd all be on E. We'd just like, uh, yeah. I can't take anymore. And they'd come on at like first thing in the morning. They're drinking their coffee. Hey, how you guys doing? We're like, where's the energy coming from? Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, we were going to go off the air. We were done. It was like 1.32 in the morning and we were done. It was like, yeah, we hit the record. Yay. All right, yeah. guys. Thanks and for... And on pops one of the English comics in a bathrobe with his coffee. And he's like, can I do some time? And we're like, all right, go ahead, man. <laughs> go it. We went like another two hours. See, because I feel like doing that, like my life would have been ruined afterwards from the three days that I stayed up. My whole life would have fell apart from <laughs> right. that. So like, it's a risk that you take. But like for fame, <laughs> I like that about you guys. I like that. You know, you know what was funny for me? Right around Christmas, I got COVID. And not bad. I just was really tired for like 10 days. And so I'm like in this COVID stupor and I'm still going on doing, we were still doing the podcast. So I would still go on for the podcast. And in the middle of it, Mark and our producer, Tom Bannis tells me, Hey, we're doing this. Uh, we're we're going to do this telethon. It's going to be a whole weekend and we're going to raise money for charities. And we're going to get in. I go, okay, cool. When they're like January 22nd. I'm like, January 22nd. It's like right around the corner. So I was still dealing with like residual effects from COVID. And mm. next thing I know, I'm up for 84 hours straight. That was healthy. That was healthy. That's how you bounce back. From, that's how you bounce back from it. That's what people don't know. though. <laughs> yes. There's someone, someone else might say it was reckless, like a doctor or something. But I know that's how you bounce back. Absolutely. Yeah. Seriously, if we haven't learned anything, what did doctors know? <laughs> doctors. <laughs> doctors and scientists. Nah. Well, I find it funny about, like, I have friends, and I have no problem how you feel about the vaccination or not, but I do find it funny when people tell me why the vaccination's bad. And, they and I go, okay, so Fauci says it's good. He went, I know he went to school for real. You know, uh, uh, the guys on CNN say it's good. I know they all went to Harvard and, and all that. And I, uh, you barely got your GED, but you're telling me why. Yeah, you, I'm going to follow you. because You've done absolutely no research except you read something on Facebook. And, and, you know, you probably have a lot of time to think about it when you're roofing. Yeah. So, we, like, just overtook you. Sorry, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> we went off on a rant that we haven't got to do on our show that's true we did mark <laughs> well our next topic i don't know if you guys saw this this video that got really popular of a woman there was like a bear in her backyard i did see it that's weird and like she went and like 
in the heat of the moment of trying to save her pets, like pushed it off the wall. Did you see yeah. this, Mark? That was balls. She was she that, I, she's a teenager, right? It was a kid, right? She ran out. I, that was badass, man. She just went out and pushed the bear. She gripped up the bear. <laughs> you, you don't grip up a bear. I've never seen anybody grip up a bear before. She gripped up the bear, tossed him off the ledge. Yeah. And then she still, she didn't run inside. She was still trying to get the poodles and shit to come yeah. inside behind her. Cause for some reason she had fucking 12 poodles. Or like <laughs> tiny little dogs. I don't know if they're poodles, but like that lady had a thousand, a thousand little pets. Yeah. yeah. What I find funny is they tell you never go near a female animal when they're around their babies, right? Their kids. Mm. And like, like if I see a bird, if I'm walking in the park and I see like a seagull with little seagulls. I'm like, oh shit, man. Oh shit. <laughs> this is a mama bear. And this chick was like, bam. Oh. You know, though, we're all laughing about how badass she is, but in an alternate universe, there's a bunch of bears doing a podcast going, do you see that big wimp? Oh shit. He got pushed off. He didn't do shit. That's oh, true. I'm out and pushed him. Yeah, no, no, like this, I think in this world, like he's a bitch now, like he's known, yeah. he's known to the rest of the he's bears. Bear bitch. <laughs> this is Goldilocks meets fucking like, Little Red Riding Hood. Like, look at this, look at this pussy. Like now he like <laughs> hangs out all alone. None of the other bears are hanging out with him. Yeah, yeah, I can oh, see shit. that. Here comes, here comes Sydney, fuck it. I'm busy. I think the bear was lovely because the bear was just trying to have fun. It's cubs, I think, were there. And then when shit went down, the bear could have tried to fuck up that that person. But the bear was kind of shaken and just left. And the bear could have tried. See, you, you and I were talking about how- If he was less of a pussy, definitely. (laughs) I think the bear was like- Shocked. Like, no, what the fuck is she doing? (laughs) Does she not know I'm a bear? Like, what is she doing? It's like if a deer ran up and just ran into you, you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, cause deer run from you. <laughs> it really a deer is came me. up and just fucked you up. You'd be, what is happening right now? It really is the definition of the best way to beat up a bully is to hit him. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, I think that girl's been to prison. Come at me. That girl's been to prison. She hit him with a tray. Yeah, dude, she, <laughs> she might have a past. She might have a history. I, I, I'd love to have her on. Oh my God. Girl is. That would be the greatest interview ever, except she yeah. might attack you. <laughs> she might be a little rambunctious. You're, you're right. I think she's just a really devoted pet owner. I think it came from a yeah. real protective guttural place. And yeah, like she she startled the bear. But I, I liked the video. There's also, another, there's also another alternate universe where she got killed by the bear, which is like almost all other alternate universes. Would, what would have happened? So right. like this was the one where she made it. And all the dogs are podcasting and that like, dude, the bear totally ate my owner. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't, I just, to think like with Kate's idea, like I'm picturing now like these nerdy people that go to like Pet Smart and they read every ingredient in the, the dog treats. And then here she's like a big badass. You know, some dude makes a Rottweiler chew on a tire. She's giving it like organic hip treats. <laughs> she, she is one of those she is one of those and she's a total badass i love it well now we know that it is possible to fight a bear if you have a particular energy about you she brought the actual shock so oh, the bear i mean the bear was at a disadvantage he yeah. was like in the midst of climbing over a ledge 
Like you're kind of you're kind of in a bad spot right yeah. there. And I think the bear. I'm not going to say it was a cheap shot, but it was kind of a cheap. It was shot. the knockout game for wilderness. Like if you push a bear and the bear's on the equal footing with you, you're dead. But if the bear's <laughs> on a wall and you push a bear, you got a good shot. Yeah. yeah, if it's climbing up a steep cliff to get to you and you you push it, you're good. Like, but yeah. somewhere in the afterlife, the grizzly man's going. Why didn't I think of that? Exactly. Exactly. It's a ledge. <laughs> yeah, that was a fucked up. I, I watched the Grizzly Man documentary and then like how he like got eaten and stuff. You can't be hanging with grizzlies the way he was hanging with grizzlies, though. That was getting a little cry. What was he? He was out there and he was hanging out with the grizzlies. Like he was like family. living with them. Like Anthony Hopkins when he lived with the gorillas in that one movie. <laughs> it was like the gorillas are my friends. And then you, they came and started killing gorillas and he came to kill the people who kill, killing the gorillas and he went to jail. So hey, I love your background, man. How much did you pay for that? <laughs> I'm like coming on with the fake background next time. Yeah, yeah. It, my room does look like a teenager's room. Yes, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm kind of like a 40-year-old teenager. You do. You need like the baseball players on the wall. You know what I mean? That's the other wall, bro. <laughs> a couple pennants hanging down <laughs> so cg and i have we've already talked about this and i think i've already lost this argument but we'll get your guys's opinions i have a feeling i know where you guys are gonna go but i got cg a big thing of fried chicken once and um i wasn't really hungry so i was like this is all for you like go ahead but then i was eyeing it up meanwhile once again, I got him a whole freaking huge thing of it. So I was eyeing it up and then I went and just took, I just wanted a, some of it. So I took a big chunk of like the, the skin off of it. Oh, the good it was part. The best it was the best piece in the batch by far. Right. She ripped the whole skin off the top and just <laughs> ate the fried part the most of it and then left the rest of it. She, she, left she, ruined, the, she ruined the whole piece. Oh, absolutely. Is what she did. <laughs> Hey, you got a growing boy here. You can't take food from him. I mean, she argued that she left me the piece, but like the piece is ruined. That's like eating all the icing off of somebody's cake. Yeah. yeah. And oh, then she just thought that was okay. I told her, please eat the rest of the piece. Like if you, you can't just do that, eat the rest it, of the piece. It's, it's like eating the ice ready. cream and leaving the whipped cream and the syrup. You know, though, like Angie does this move where she'll go like, I'm not going to get fries. And then I do. And then all of a sudden her hand starts coming to my plate. Like, whoa, 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 miss. I'm not getting fries. I want every calorie I ordered. Yeah, he I thought it was that. worse. I figured he was offering me to take a whole thing. I didn't want that. I didn't have the appetite, but I did want a piece and I bought the whole thing. So I did that <laughs> and I did not know it was so criminal. I love I how you keep bringing up that you bought it. I bought because, the whole thing. Because it was like, here's, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, here's this huge thing of chicken. You know, it's not like he bought it and I ruined his dinner. Like I brought it and then I wasn't really hungry. I only wanted a piece, but I guess you can't just take the skin. Like if you're going to take it a piece- It was really like a crime like, against the chicken, Kate. You just, you just ate the best part of it and then left the, whole, left the whole thing behind. I just felt like you just, you needed to learn a valuable lesson. Not about me being ungrateful. You already <laughs> learned that lesson. It was about- <laughs> Don't ruin the don't ruin the damn thing. Yeah. He already learned that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna. What you did was very sweet. That you brought him chicken is very nice. But then you took the best part. 
Yeah. So it's kind of like you kind of teased him. You cock teased <laughs> no. him. You cock teased him. With the- no, I didn't because he had like seven other pieces of chicken. Like I <laughs> said, the, the, cr- the crime wasn't against me. It was against the chicken, Kate. It's not about that. <laughs> Forget CG. It's about the chicken. We need to get Sam Waterston in here. Who's that? The DA from Law and Order. Oh. <laughs> I feel like, like you guys have had him on the actual show before. I would wish. I would do anything to have him on. He is the most. When you watch an episode, you're like, this guy's a total drunk. They yeah. just sit around, drink scotch, and like uh, contemplate yeah. on what. But the law clearly states. <laughs> yeah. If you take the chicken skin, you might as well take in the chicken. They do always drink like a just a cup full of scotch at 10 in the morning. Yeah. And like, are just, they really uh, doing that in nice places like at the, at the White House and stuff like that? In every show I watch, like people just they just have a glass of liquor and it's during yeah. the day. Like that's what important people do, I think. But if you sit on your porch and drink a bottle of Thunderbird, the neighbors, you know, have a problem with me. Well, you are on that liquid diet. Well, they let the kids are at school. I'm here by myself. Mark, can you tell us about the liquid diet? Are you really, you're on yeah. like a strict one right now? Yeah, it's called Prolon. I'm allowed like as much liquid as I want, but they said don't drink uh, alcohol though. Yeah. Alcohol and caffeine because it really affects you. So like. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You'll be drunk as shit. <laughs> I mean, so so you can't, so are you adhering to that as well? Uh, yeah, I like tonight I have a gig and I'm dreading because it's at a country club and it's going to be people with their cups of liquor and I'm going, uh, I, I'm going to dread it. That and does it, sound like a nightmare. That does sound like. A and they're, they're like, make sure you come hungry. We're going to feed you. I'm like, no, <laughs> I did, though. I did. I feel like I passed the test of like, I, I mean it for real because it was. So it's like day two, uh, day three. Um, and last night I was shooting a short film and I showed up on set at the exact same time. This dude showed up with like eight hot pizzas. <laughs> and I was sitting right next to all the pizza and watching everybody come over and do like Ninja Turtle, like where they grabbed the pizza, they picked it up and it was like flopping down there. Like, <laughs> and I was just like, ah! And I didn't eat one piece. I was like, I, "This is for real. I'm gonna fucking do it if I can pass up all that pizza." And how so, how I, long? How long does it last for? It's five days total. When are you done? Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow's my last fasting day. So, Sunday. so your fast lasts as long as our telethon. Yeah, basically, yeah. Well, maybe Guinness will put you in. <laughs> I want to do a Guinness fast. I feel like I feel like Gandhi or somebody beat you already as far as the fasting. Oh yeah, but like, but not for the podcast. You still, you still got that. No, we kicked Gandhi's ass on the podcast. Yeah, between nothing on us. (laughs) I could take Gandhi. The guy doesn't. Could you take Gandhi's podcast? (laughs) If Gandhi had a podcast, it'd be super interesting. I feel like it'd just be weird instruments playing. In the like, you know, not not much of a kid, not much talking. Just like weird instruments. Able to podcast because he'd like buy the equipment and have to just give it away. (laughs) Right. I mean, I've heard that Gandhi wasn't what everyone thought he was. I've heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Gandhi was all about like giving up stuff, but he really loved that pussy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Gandhi was all about the poontang? I don't know. I just made that up. No, no I, that's that's what, no, I was going to say heard. the same exact joke. I'm really glad you said it. <laughs> that's let's, what I've let's heard. Just, let's just say he didn't give up eating everything. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't a strict vegetarian. Oh. Oh. He would, because he was trying to be celibate, but he would have like he would purposely have like women sleep in his bed to try to test him it's like you and the pizza yeah it's like to see like, i didn't fuck the pizza on this dick is <laughs> that, that kind of test i mean what a great way to get women though hey i'm trying something out here will you do me a favor I lay in my help. bed and come on to me and let me see if i can not do any oh i, I failed oh, you're too you're too beautiful you're just too good you at are too sumptuous <laughs> I couldn't help That's, myself. He totally, you know, he totally did that. He totally was like, yeah. I'm and, gonna, oh, and by the way, I was uh, talking to my God and uh, blowjobs don't count. I'm going <laughs> I'm I'm to start up again tomorrow. Can you call your sister? <laughs> Poor Gandhi. You I see are, here. I'm thinking of Buddha. Killing Gandhi. I mean, we're going to hell, people. No, I think Buddha just openly got laid. I don't think he, I think that that's cool in, in Buddhism. Yeah. I don't know why I think that. Cause he's no. like, I don't think Buddha openly got laid. I, he like walked away from a marriage and like a kid and like went under that tree, right? To like reflect. But I don't, I mean, who knows? I'm not a, I'm actually not a Buddha expert, but I don't think he was openly, openly having sex. Well, I don't up, know. Up, up next, Mother Teresa the whore. I'm not a, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Buddha expert, but I do know that he never fasted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was pretty sure. Like, I feel like, like a fat guy, like he's not that strict about stuff. Like, I feel like Buddha, he was doing stuff. Like, Buddha never passed up food. a pizza. Yeah, no, he was all about the pizza. Buddha used to do this rude thing. I read about it. He he would take the skin off a chicken and eat it right in front of you. <laughs> what a bastard! That son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, we yeah. are. Fun. <laughs> I really shouldn't have said that Mother Teresa thing. No, no. You called Mother Teresa the W word. Yes, you did. I've never said W word ever. A I've white male? Word. Really? <laughs> white male's the worst thing you can be called with the W. You white, you white males. Yeah, well. You three well, white males. Okay. Well, the good um, news, only two of us being, straight. The hard part about being a white male in this day and age is you can't hide it. <laughs> i've blended well i don't know some people think i'm latino well I actually I, I i can grow a mustache and Sorry, my guys. mustache my mustache kind of makes me look like spanish siege i don't have any spanish in me spanish but I, I like i you like you know little, sometimes you know, spanish like, siege comes out you look a little like dr oz dr oz <laughs> doesn't he yeah. maybe the slicked hair if dr oz was a viking it would be CG. <laughs> is his last name Oz? Yes. So what, what nationality is that? He's Turkish. Uh, or Al, Al Dusharm calls him Dr. Ounce, which makes me laugh every time. I think that's funny as shit. I, I never thought of that. That's and I told shit. him that because I worked for Oz. And I told him, I go, my buddy calls you Dr. Ounce. He goes, I've never gotten that my whole life. <laughs> and he Nobody went to medical school. So yeah, I'm so pissed I didn't think of that. That's funny as shit. 
Dr. Rounds. <laughs> like if you you could do a sketch where somebody's like, shut the fuck up, Dr. Rounds is on. Like where they really <laughs> that. He's a weed doctor though. They're like, where'd you hear that? He's like, I'm fucking Dr. Rounds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's He's good. A weed doctor. <laughs> Definitely steals the skin off your chicken. <laughs> I knew you guys were going to agree with CG, but I, I talked to CG before the podcast and I was like, I had some topics. I'm like, what about you? He's like, let's talk about taking the, the chicken incident. Chicken. I I'm like, I know where this is going to go. To a wider <laughs> audience and talk, instead of just me talking to her and her saying it's fine. And then me saying that it's rotten and, and, and it's a scummy, scummy move. <laughs> I thought we should bring it to some other people so they could judge for themselves. Wait, I got the perfect analogy. When if I brought you guys a pizza and then took the toppings off, the cheese and the oh. pepperoni and just... That would be Wait. Enjoy the crust. Hold on. Enjoy the, enjoy the Hold dough. on. What if I brought you a pizza with all this goodness on it and I said, you can have... Hold on. I said, you can have the entire pizza. I'm not hungry. This is all yours. And then one slice was left. You already ate all of the other slices. And I then picked off the toppings and the cheese. That's even worse. <laughs> Can I tell you why? Because yeah. if I knew I wasn't getting the last slice, I would have thought more about the slice that I had before it. Like you, you would have paid more me, attention to that slice. Yeah, like you, you let me go through that whole thing thinking I still got one more, and then you took that last one away. Totally, that's bad, Kate. And, and you leave that's it all so naked and ratty, ratty-looking piece left yeah, in your thing. It's all right. been picked at by looks like something out of a dumpster after you take the cheese and toppings right. off. It's a, right. That's and a it, bad move. Yeah, and like going off of Richie's thing, that's why marriage works. Because they say this is the last person you'll ever be with, so then you cherish them, because you you think about it. But if you're like you can you can probably have like three or four more before you die, three or four more women, you'll be like, eh, I got three or four more. <laughs> I like Richie's like I That's treat my wife Gandhi like way of thinking. <laughs> There's so much I could say to that, Mark, but I don't want to get divorced, so. <laughs> Richie, don't treat your wife like the uh, skin of a chicken. No, or you could make an analogy that she's the skin of the chicken. You left the rest. You left the rest, and you just picked the best. The best. The part. best part. That's romantic. There you go. See, that see. should be a hallmark card. You are the skin of the chicken. Yeah, and then see? you show the naked, disgusting, ratty piece that she left without the skin, and then you show the delicious morsel of skin that she took. I'm gonna yeah. make that card. This is everyone else garbage this is you enjoy See, you're, you're romantic you're i know i know today's podcast is sponsored by care of care of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best and supports you long term they are vitamins and supplements that are delivered to you which is so convenient your vitamin recommendations come in daily, individually wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into a routine. The packaging is super cute with quotes on them. They're high quality, you can see and taste. Care products are formulated with good for you clean ingredients that are backed by science. 
You take an in-depth five-minute online quiz, which I found unique, engaging, and fun. Then you follow Care-of's expert recommendations or adjust your pack at any time. What you receive is totally up to you. For 50% off your first Care-of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code INVASION50. Once again, for 50% off your first Care-of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code INVASION50. I like this podcast. This is a good idea. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. We actually have guests on. We do research about them and we talk about their. You guys are like, uh, you ever eat the skin of a chicken? Exactly. Is What? No, I'm loving it. I'm great. <laughs> we're way more engaged than when we're talking to our yeah. guests. It's funny. Like you could have done less work uh, to prep for this. <laughs> That's the beauty. That's the beauty of it. We're like, what do we? What do we ask him about? Trump. Or like that day that you took the skin off the chicken. <laughs> I remember like definitely skin off the chicken. You know, and I've actually said more about skin off a chicken than I ever said about Trump. So this is amazing. That's yeah. true. Well. <laughs> we don't have to tiptoe around it. <laughs> um, I'm going to get our next topic is I just found out where Tijuana is. <laughs> <laughs> Because CG always says that I act like I was raised in Tijuana and I decided to finally go on to maps. Richie and... used to do a show in Tijuana. Did what? you really? Yeah, where he blew a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> you see Godfather 2? That was me. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, donkey he got show. me so bad with that joke, dude. I fucking, I was like, oh shit, he did a show in Tijuana? Like that's about the baddest thing in the world. And then he got me with the horse show. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. What do you mean she's like she's from Tijuana? She's got a I'm dirty sure. rot she has a dirty rotten mouth. So I say oh, that I, she was she was raised in Tijuana. It's kind of like saying, a who should be more offended, Kate or Tijuana? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a bad, bad place just because of like what, what Mark just said about the donkey show and the and the horse shows and stuff. I just thought it was must be the filthiest place on the planet. So like when I you know when I'm doing a joke, it's she's she was raised in, in the mean streets of Tijuana. I have a friend who uh he manages a hotel down in Cabo. And apparently when he was in Tijuana, he needed like four armed bodyguards with him and his family at all times. It's it's it is your your joke of saying that she was born in Tijuana makes total sense. <laughs> I mean, Kate's a good person, but I mean, the joke makes sense. When because when I think I was trying the joke was just I was trying to think about the sketchiest place on the planet that I could possibly come up with and then that that popped into my head and well, by what you're saying it is about the sketchiest place on the planet. Yeah. And I know that whenever I work with Kate, I do get bodyguards for my family. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Mayor Kate, you you take it every time I'm on the podcast. You just take a beating, and you and you just smile the whole time. She's gracious about it. She's gracious. Well, I mean, it did start like I've already talked about this, but there have been times where I start perving on CG and I'll say something that I think he's going to be turned on by and it makes him want to vomit. So that's where some of the the <laughs> stuff comes from. But then also how I eat, like he says I eat like an orphan. Um, but <laughs> she's like, oh my God, I just went shopping. I mean, I was, I was succulent. She she eats like a piece of cabbage. Like she has she gets the weirdest food. She she'll have an egg roll. Like she'll eat just just egg roll for dinner. I'm like egg rolls a side dish, Kate. It goes with other foods. No, I was eating egg rolls for breakfast today. Nice. You called. It was like it was like 10 a.m. and I was like, sorry, I'm eating. And I I didn't. To me, it was like normal. It's what I want. I was like, I'm eating an egg. I'm eating some egg rolls. You just joined a fraternity. <laughs> There's a reason they don't open the Chinese food place until 11. And even even then, you're supposed to like wait. You're supposed to wait on that. But about to get the lunch special. Comes with an egg roll, Kate. That's, it does. Well, and I've a, never been soup. to Tijuana, um, so I can't speak on it. But I did find out that it's only like it's pretty close to San Diego. I had no idea it was near California. So then I started looking at the map and like testing CG because he was like basically calling me stupid because I didn't know that Tijuana had been near California so I was like oh yeah let's test your geography and like he like killed it and I was like all right I guess I don't really know where a lot of places are like I kind of do ish but I'm not an expert with geography we're Americans we just need to know where our stuff is Buffalo's near Montreal did you know that I did know that it is, I actually, right? I'm trying to, I'm wondering if it's a trick or not. I'm like, is it? Yes. So, so I'm still wondering. I don't know exactly. Wait, is Buffalo I didn't want to near? jump on it. I Are you lying right it. now? Is Buffalo not near that? No, it is. Oh. <laughs> but it's just weird because the second you hit Montreal, it's like you're in France. You know, like yeah. you're like, what just happened? <laughs> I have been to Montreal. It was cool there. They have those, uh, God, what are they called? Those like fries where they have like the gravy on it and like the cheese curd. It sounds gross unless it has a horrible name. What'd you say? Yeah, it has a horrible name. Yeah, I forget the name. It's covered with gravy and cottage cheese. Yeah, not cot like curd. uh, It's like cheese curd. It's like Kate only Kate only ate the gravy and the cheese. She left the fries. (laughs) And it was somebody else's. He was like, "Can I have a taste?" And they were like, "What the poutine?" Poutine. That's it. Poutine. Yeah. And so, they also so neither did. of you guys have ever ever been to Tijuana then. That's what I wanted to know. I might have been. I used to do cruise ships. I, I was all over Mexico. I can't remember if I went to Tijuana. I feel like the cruise ships steer clear of Tijuana. Yeah. I, we, it's drug cartel country. I know. Uh, we went to a few really scary areas, though. Did really you? scary. Yeah. Like when the ship's pulling into the dock, there's guys with Uzis. And they'd waiting. ask you to duck down. A little scared. This was back when they were trying to make Mexico like a destination. A destination, right, for the air, certain areas of, of Mexico that weren't known for it. They were trying. So, like, they're putting boats into these, and you're like, oh my God, this is uh, kind, of, kind of serious shit here, man. 
Oh, so they were the protection. The guys with the Uzis were the yeah. protection to make yeah, you feel yeah. safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's badass. I guess I would have felt safe. They're in army fatigues. No, but you just feel like, well, this looks serious. Like, why am I here? Like, what, what am I doing here? No, no, I have a couple cocktails. Wonder about. <laughs> I remember I went on a tour in a one of the tour package tours, and we're in the bus. And traffic's just unbearable. It wasn't Tijuana. I can't remember what town it was. And the bus driver at one point got in an argument with somebody and he jumped out of the window of the bus and started the, the bus driver for the tour. And he started pummeling the guy in the car. They got, it was like, we're all sitting in the bus going, is this real? Like, is this happening? It was, and then one of the, one of the, um, one of the places we were supposed to go was some church and the church was closed. And so we, they were going, listen, uh, we're going to take you for lunch because the church is closed today. And some guy in the tour is going, hey, I paid for the church. I, I go, did you not see him jump out of the bus and run somebody? Maybe you should shut the fuck up and let's just hope we get back to the ship, dude. Yo, <laughs> I, I feel like ass kickings aren't even illegal there. Like no, in countries that are real bad, like there's no such thing as an assault. It's like it's an ass kicking. Yeah, they have their attitude is, well, nobody died. Yeah. And even if they did, just a little bit. <laughs> you couldn't even fight a cute girl when she took your chicken. So I don't know what you think. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I can't handle, you're supposed to be like the man of the house and handle stuff like that yourself. But I had to take it to the streets. Like I had to gossip to my friends about it. <laughs> I had to call in the boys. <laughs> don't, make me, don't make me get my boys. <laughs> I'm like, I'm putting this on Facebook. And you're like, don't you dare. And I'm like, I'll put it on there. <laughs> Swear to God. CG, CG and I released, well, he really released the video. I don't know if I'm going to release it on mine. We released one today where I attempt to use D's nuts, the D's nuts joke. <laughs> and um, I flash him. I go, honey, can you come in? Can you, can you help me with these? And he walks in and I go, D's nuts. And he and blurs the boobs. We thought that was a good variation on it that people haven't seen before, where a woman's doing D's nuts and then she flashes the titties. I don't, I don't like know it. what D, what, what is D's nuts? I don't know it. It's like a joke. It's like an urban joke been around for like 10, 20 years. Somebody's like, uh, yo, man, did you check out D's? And then they're like, you know, they run over and they're like, these nuts. And then it's like, they got your, they got your attention for nothing. That's, that's the joke. Like they, they came and they, it's like a major look from an urban, from an urban. I, I didn't know that. Did you ever play the game where you do that? And then when they look, you get to hit them. It's like that. It's yeah. It's very much like a, it's very much a childish joke. And then that's the one that kind of conquered. And like just has has lived the because I see stuff, you know, once in a while D's nuts joke will pop up on a, on Facebook or something like that. Like it's still around. But then we thought, you know, a woman doing it and showing her titties, like she doesn't really get understand how to do it. That might that would be pretty good. That's what we were thinking. But I think TikTok, they didn't <laughs> TikTok had to like review it. <laughs> really? Usually, usually you'll get you'll get like a thousand views on a thing on TikTok or something like that, real quick, like a quick little sketch. And like, you know, it was like big goose egg for like five hours. We bleeped them out. We blurred them out. I blurred them out splendidly. 
it was artwork at perfect circles so you can still see like you can still see some bounce you could see that it wasn't faked there was no sports bra underneath to protect anything you know you could tell that but they were blurred out perfectly so we don't we're learning the rules man we're learning the rules i wish i could talk to the tiktok boardroom like was there people in there like like a bunch of 10 year old girls sitting around oh my god so did you know because i figured there's a boardroom and then when that you know a questionable video pops up they all they all put it up on on screen and they all talk about it so i like i want to talk to the boardroom and see what happened this stuff i can't keep up with all this shit (laughs) and you know i gotta tell you the one that i'm really good at is great now because i'm the only one on myspace so you're I'm killing it on that. Killing it on MySpace. I heard you're killing MySpace, dude. I'm you're a legend. No one's there to watch. <laughs> you do MySpace and Vine. <laughs> Vine. I remember when it came out. I was like, ah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And then I'm like, this is the dumbest thing. I just got the coffee cup with the lines of the other person down you know what you're talking about. <laughs> i'm just getting that down look kate look how bad it was with skype i'm like i don't know what i'm doing i and then i went to go on zoom i'm like it won't let me on and mark's like nobody's there yet asshole oh okay my bad my bad no skype's actually more prehistoric that's what we use i know it's people, I never, never people forgot all about it by now they I don't know. have I it anymore i didn't even know you could use skype for a <laughs> podcast <laughs> I told Tom, I go, Tom, I got to go on the Skype for Kate Wolf. He goes, Skype? Well, that's interesting. <laughs> you can tell he hated every moment. I'm like, what do you mean Skype? Tom talked me in the try, and Kate, you talked to me about it, doing TikTok. So I, I, I was like, all right, I'll put up one video, and I'll see if I like it. I put this video up, and it's my son. He's drinking coffee. He has a big coffee mug, but it's tea. And he makes a fart noise. I go, what was that? And he goes, did you see the thunderclouds out there? And I go, oh, it was a thunderstorm. You didn't fart, right? And he just, he's picking up the tea bag and he goes, nope. Like, it was so, like, funny and innocent that this kid was trying to blame the storm that was going on on a, blame this fart that it was the storm. I put it up and it got, like, 20 views. I'm like, yeah, fuck this. (laughs) Uh, there's a secret though. You have to put the right hashtag so they they show it to they no, show I ain't it doing there. that shit. No, no, that's <laughs> the thing. That's the thing. Otherwise, it's just who's following you. And if you haven't done it yet, nobody's fucking following you yet. You lost me at there's a secret. You lost me. There. <laughs> yeah, I. I, you I gotta think... get them to show it to strangers so that you can get so that you can get popular. I love when people say things like. You got to do what Vic D. Batetta did. Oh, really? Do I have to do that? Thank you. I didn't know that. You mean put up a video and get like millions of people to watch it? I didn't think of that. Wow, right. that's uh, my grandma's theory. You know, if you just, if you did uh, the Tonight Show, a lot more people would see you. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. I'll get right on that. She When Conan was, uh, Andy Richter was leaving Conan, she called my house. Uh, I was living in New York uh, in Times Square she goes, Mark, I got a job for you. You could probably do it. Uh, it won't interfere with school. I was like, really? You know somebody in New York? She goes, listen, 
Andy Richter's leaving Conan. It's a real easy job. All you have to do is sit on the couch and laugh. You'd be so good at it. Dude, Even she's when, right, though. I would love that. Would be she's my right, dream though. Job. You would be a perfect Andy Richter. If well, I just got to sit, that's what I love about our podcast. I usually just, just sit and laugh at Richie. <laughs> tell it again, Richie. Tell it again. <laughs> You're Richie's Andy Richter. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, no, I think I you guys switch off. Yeah, we do. We go back and forth we depending do. on the guests. Well, I love, we'll like go, all right, you take lead today. Like we do that a lot. Like you take yeah. lead today. And usually when I go, you take lead, Marcos, oh, you know what happened? I got my voice. I am tired. I'm like, really? Again? Again, Mark? What do you, I, I have, there's something wrong right now. I'm all congested. I got Eat this. something. You're hungry. <laughs> Get Kate to buy you a chicken. <laughs> yeah, but you'll just take the skin. You want yeah, to have Kate buy you a chicken, you won't get any of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, like you'll get some of the chicken. I mean, <laughs> if you're not feeling well, do you need the skin? <laughs> you just need the hearty, the heartier yeah. stuff. You'll keep the bones for me so I can make some soup. <laughs> Man. I love how I love how CG. Did you know everyone was going to side with you on this chicken thing? I knew it was a definite. <laughs> it's a guy. I, knew, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have done a topic that I was in danger of losing. I wouldn't never brought it up. <laughs> You're like me. Hedge the bets. I I know I got this one. If you had a bunch of, if you had a couple thin guys on that were like really in shape, maybe she did you a favor. Yeah, you took the you know bad part. Skin man, you know what's in that. So you were like, oh, look at these two fat bastards. I they eat the chicken. <laughs> they p- take the skin off, eat it, and then throw the chicken away. Um, all right. Next topic. <laughs> this is this is a kind of random one, as they all are. But uh, how do you guys feel about helping people move? Are you guys past that? Like, if someone reaches out and says, will you help me? Have you gotten to a point where you're like, sorry, fuck no, that's the worst. Will you help? Will you only help if someone offers money? Where do you guys stand? No, I t- I, I'm, I'm down with helping. My only issue is if they have a lot of heavy shit. And I'm like, <laughs> you might have to hire somebody to get the heavy shit. Because like, I'm willing to work hours, but I'm not willing to like throw a disc. That's funny because like, that's the only reason they call you. Like The light stuff they can take themselves, but they call like another person because you have to, they need another person for the heavy stuff. I like that. I like that. You know what happened to me when I was young, when I was a kid, my dad had his own business, uh, a linen supply business. So he had trucks and every once in a while, like a friend would go to move and they'd be like, Richie, can I borrow one of your dad's trucks? So obviously I couldn't give him the truck. So I'd have to drive the truck. So I was always getting, you know, and all of a sudden, like people I barely knew were calling me going, they didn't want to rent a truck and now they had me, you know what I mean? I mean, I swear to God, people like I'm like barely friends with, they're going, hey, I'm moving Saturday. Can you bring the truck? I'm like, no. <laughs> Who are you? And they're like, I'm, I'm your buddy Bob's second cousin. He said it'd be cool. You know, you're like, is Bob going to be there? Like, nah, nah, he wouldn't move for me, but can I get your truck? Like, like Bob can't make it. Yeah, Bob can't make it. No, your friends don't show up on moving day. People, people don't, people will ghost on you. You'll lose friendships over moving day. You're like, yeah, yeah I haven't, I haven't talked to him since, you know, since I asked him to move and he ghosted on me. 
I usually, if they say, dude, I'm going to like pizza and beer and stuff, I'll go for like an hour and like move maybe Eat a pizza lamp. and beer and then go pizza home. beer and go, oh man, I got a gig. I got to go. Gotta go. It's uh... uh you know me, Saturday's a bad day. I'm a comic, you know, Saturday. <laughs> if you moved on like a Tuesday afternoon, I'm golden. What's his see, name, see, No, that's good though, that you get them back because those people, they, they like found a way to cheat the system. Like they can just spend, you go, they can spend 50 bucks on like, on like some beer and some pizza instead right. of, instead of the thousand dollars that it will cost them to get a mover in and a moving truck. So like they're right. trying, you know, they're trying to get over on you anyway. So and the you fact always, that you, um, you always have that friend, like I'd rather hire the movers because you always have that friend who thinks he's like a handyman. So like he's banging shit through the door and breaking and going, I'll fix that later. Don't worry, I'll fit. There's holes in the wall. Don't worry. My cousin's like that. No, I'll come back later. I'll plaster that. Right? Like, <laughs> then they never, then they ghost you. They don't, then they ghost you. Yeah. Yeah. Justin, our buddy on our podcast, he just uh, moved um, to Mount Holly, which is where my gig is tonight. But he, uh, he texted me. It was like, well, no, he put it on Facebook. He needed his, the people ghosted him. I was helping him move. And I was like, fuck, I wish I could help. But like, again, if he had heavy shit, I would be out. But if he needed help moving boxes, I'm in. Like, I'll do it. But I couldn't because I was out of town. But yeah, I'm like, everyone has to wear masks and be six feet apart before I'm going to help you, Justin. So. <laughs> See, no, I feel like I, I would help, except then if anyone finds out you helped, you're the guy who helps now. Yep. You're the guy who answers That's the call the to move, yeah. move someone. Yep. And then it's your job continuously. You're not yep. just signing up for one. You, you can't just <laughs> sign up for a one-time deal. Absolutely right. You're absolutely right. People count on you now. The Mother Teresa of movers. It's like when you do anything, you, I have to, I decide not to do a lot of stuff because like, that's going to be my job now. Mm -hmm. If I do anything in this world. Mm -hmm. So I, I've chosen just not to do a lot of things. Proud of you, baby. Thank you. <laughs> I feel good. I feel good about it. Um, okay. One last quick topic before we wrap up. So th there are these like quotes that, that go around. I see them on Instagram. And this one made me laugh because it's so funny. Like, how do you... <laughs> How do you interpret this? It was just, it just said, hate is a virus. And sure, like, <laughs> like if they're talking about a hate like crime or, you know, but, but to just say hate is a virus or I love like stop negativity, you can throw certain terms around and everyone have their different perspective of what hate means. Um, I don't know, CG and I talk about the word narcissist. I'm seeing the word narcissist thrown around everywhere where it's like, how to know you were dating a narcissist, you know? And it's like, um, I just feel like I can't with certain things like that because everyone thinks they're not the narcissist. Everyone thinks they're the good one. The other person was the narcissist. When people say hate is a virus, like, what does that even mean? Because I'm a big proponent of like claiming all parts of yourself. It doesn't mean acting out on anger or hate, but I don't know. I just saw that quote and I was like, yeah, sure. 
I think hate you, can be a virus if it's coming at someone in a negative way, but like- Well, there's two things. One, let me tell you about my opinion on narcissism because it's the best. Um, <laughs> it's the only opinion that matters. It's the only one that really matters. So when I say this, you guys probably, we can close the book on that. Um, but uh, the, the hate is a virus. I think I understand that one. I don't. Because if right now- I something happened, somebody wronged me. And I started saying this club owner fucked me over. This club owner did something mm -hmm. horrible to me. Then you're going to go, yeah, fuck that club owner. You didn't have an opinion on him earlier, but now you got the virus of me saying, fuck that club owner. And then you say it tomorrow to somebody and it just, but it spreads, but it could be about latinos it doesn't you know these these mexican people are blah 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 and now you say it to somebody else and then they say it to somebody else and, and they're like yeah they are yeah and they wouldn't have thought that before yeah meanwhile a week ago you had no opinion on it so you're so saying it, hate is in fact a virus i mean I, I mean it could be compared to a virus i don't saying, think it is you're saying club owners aren't assholes <laughs> me no, Mark. My uh, opinion's the only one that matters, so I'm going to say yes. Most of them are. Um, you know, I think not not you who's <laughs> listening. I didn't say that about you. I kind of think that's true in every situation, though, and that's part of the problem in today's world. Uh, is that what Mark said is absolutely true? Like people won't have an opinion on something until they hear somebody who they think knows something go here's what I think. And they go, Oh, I think that too. Well, and how many times has this happened where you all of a sudden something comes on the news or they, they bring up a topic. You go, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> now I'm supposed to like have an opinion on it. And you take usually whatever opinion you hear first. Well, you guys convinced me hate is in fact a virus. <laughs> now listen, I think hate is a virus saying that kind of stuff is like, it's a trap for whoever's walking by. Like, I think if somebody, you know, if somebody's on the streets yelling like, hate is a virus, and you're just trying to mind your own business, it's something that you say that people have to say, yeah, yeah, it is. Or else if you don't say that and get their back, you're a horrible person. person. If you just walk by. Secretly, you hate it. the person that said hate is a virus. <laughs> yeah, like, like, so, so they just get those, there are people who just get back by saying loud things. And then knowing if you don't get their back, you're a piece of shit. And so like they're getting, you know, they're getting followers and stuff from that. I think it's a, it's a real creepy trap. Yeah. True. That's why drinks jokes and storytelling is not a virus. <laughs> that was a sweet plug, dude. I like that. <laughs> that, that was dope. I know it was good. I think <laughs> it was good. It was good. I think what, what Siege, what you're saying is like, yeah, there's these people who say like super obvious shit to think they have to get likes or to have their like people be have their back. Like, you know, we got to end violence. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, we got to stop, uh, you know, child trafficking. Yes. And people are like, oh my God. Yeah. Yes. I mean, do we have yes. to say that? I mean, I think we all know that we do. But if you're <laughs> well, like, hey, shut right. the fuck up, people are like, you know, what a fucking awful guy. What a monster. Like when you see like a, a someone has like on their uh, their bumper, like stop racism. And you're like, 
Oh yeah, the guy driving behind you in the sheet in the hood just went, oh, I never oh, thought of Let that. me get rid of this. <laughs> right out the window. Well, it's a deeper thing. And I know we have to wrap up in a sec, but we kind of talked about it when I did your guys' podcast with Christy, just in terms of like cancel culture has like a thread of that in there of like you jump on a phrase or, you know, things you have to feel into individuals. You know, there's context to things. So when you have just a quote, like hate is a virus, well, how, yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to say, no, let's all hate. Like, yeah, okay. It's perfectly spreadable. (laughs) I I honestly think sometimes hate is really fun. If you and your friends hate the same stuff, it's hilarious. So like, so whatever, hate the virus guy, you're, you're mostly right. But like, circumstances where hate hate can be bonded like if you go god i hate that show yeah me too and then you're buddies for life yeah yeah forging last long lasting relationships so like i don't know think seinfeld was overrated he's my friend (laughs) exactly well thank you guys so much for coming on um Mark, where can they find your guys' podcast? And then we'll do the separate so you guys can plug shows, whatever. Yeah, you can find us on Twitch. We do live on Twitch so you can be interactive with us. And that's at twitch.tv, drinks, jokes, the letter N, storytelling. Uh, But you can also find it on YouTube or anywhere podcasts are. Yes. Awesome. Anything else you guys want to add? The letter N. I'm glad you said that because I didn't know. I thought it was A-N-D, so... Good it, to know, fellas. Once you hit drinks, jokes, it comes up anyway, so it doesn't. Okay, matter. okay. Yeah, um, we we had to cut down words because it'd be like drinks, jokes, and storytelling. Yeah, we wouldn't have gotten the whole thing, and that's why. <laughs> oh, oh, that is a problem. Yeah, you yeah. can't. So yeah. we had to urban it up. Yeah, you might look like imbeciles if it just ends. If yeah. it just ends a few letters short, but if yeah. you if you do an N instead of an and, then you just look like savvy. Yeah, I wanted to do ampersand, but uh, Tom was like, hey, what do you think? You're the circus? Dude, ampersand's great. Tom was mad about it. Uh, Tom wasn't that I wanted to, I wanted to do hate jokes and storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> that got shot down, bastards. <laughs> it was during the pandemic. We didn't want to spread any other viruses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like the same thing when people are like, don't be negative. Like to me, the energy I don't want to be around is when people are fake. So if someone's in a bad mood, I'd rather them be like, ah, I'm cranky than be like, don't be negative. And that's where Richie gets all of his humor. Well, I, most of my act is based on my mother who if she wasn't negative, I'd have no act. So negative, (laughs) positive. My mother's the most negative human being I've ever met in my life. And yet it's funny (laughs) as hell to watch. You know what I mean? See, see, so, I, I, I also think the people who say don't be negative are the people who suck and they hear a lot of insults. And so <laughs> they don't like when you're negative, but right. they suck and deserve the insults. And so, like, I feel like, you know, yes. they have it twisted. I agree with you. Yeah. Maybe I'm negative because you make me negative. Because you <laughs> suck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't be negative because you, I mean, I can't be positive when you suck. I'm going to be positive way. around an asshole like you. <laughs> it's not my fault. You're yeah. That's the other thing, too, with this world right now. That, look, there are people out there who are just assholes. 
And like to act like, no, we're all good. We're all people. No, no, you're an asshole. And yeah. So yeah. I, I'm with you, Richie. There's a woman, this bar I go to, there's a woman, I don't like her and she doesn't like me. And every time I walk in the bar, she leaves. And like literally gets up and leaves. And another friend of ours always goes, no, she was leaving anyway. And I had to turn the friend, I go, I'm not insulted that she leaves. I'm insulted that you try and pretend like she's not leaving because of me. She, I hate her and she hates me. Don't worry about it. Who gives a shit? I'm like, Why do you drink at the same place your mother drinks? <laughs> um, I, I made fun of Richie's mom. I called Mother Teresa hard. Today was a bad day for me. It's a great day. Use um, fast, dude. No one expected any better. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this, this is, is Rick. This is Rick Adana, like nasty and mean right now. This is as bad as <laughs> this is. A, this is mean Rick Adana. My kids fear this guy. Um, no, I feel yeah. like you. But you are. You're. You're slugging through like the worst hell anybody can be through in, and like you're doing it. So like I, I get it. I'm sweating out meat. Like there's <laughs> there's like red meat sweat coming out of my body right now there's a yeah. chop under his armpit oh my God. <laughs> well you guys have been great anything else you guys want to want to plug before i move on to our stuff no plug away kid i don't plug <laughs> i do i'm a girl we got um, <laughs> okay okay <laughs> Plugging is a virus. I'm posting that before you do, Richie. If you have a podcast to do. I'm getting on. I'm getting on social media. Guys, you can find, we have a we have a Patreon account. Um, I'm gonna plug. I'm gonna plug that. It's uh, Patreon.com/slash Invasion of Privacy. The latest one episode that we put up, uh, you can see clips from as well. And I'm wearing, I'm wearing quite the shirt, <laughs> and I'm not oh. scared to uh, have people watch it for that reason alone. If you don't like what I say and my thoughts, by all means, go go for my breasts. We go are really, really trying to sell sex at this point because <laughs> yeah. at least my comedy is pretty half-assed. So if we can, <laughs> if we, we're trying to figure out other ways. Come for the comedy, no, no. stay for them titties. Yeah. That should be the exactly. new slogan. Exactly. Unfortunately, it works for me. Yeah, it works on our podcast too. Richie and I both are very voluptuous. <laughs> well, thank you guys for, for you. being pervacious and bringing the bringing the positivity as always. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks so much. Thanks guys, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks y'all. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live 
live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.